This is the What If Podcast. <laughs> What's happening, Ryan? Hi, Spencer. It's the What If Podcast. What's going on? How are you? Uh, I was doing better before we started listening to J. Cole. <laughs> uh, dude. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we can't pl- we can't actually play that on the podcast. No, no one's gonna I, know I, that I can we talk were. shit about J. Cole all I want. Oh, though. you definitely yeah. can. We just can't play it, so you won't know which specific J. Cole. Super song. not for your ears only. <laughs> Spencer's not happy with it. I'm I'm medium unhappy with it. Lydia told us that she doesn't listen to music anymore. Speaking of which, we haven't introduced the third member of the room this uh, <laughs> evening. Our room has members. Our room has members. Nice. Yeah, very exclusive club. There was velvet ropes outside. Yeah, that's very true. That's a very true. You thing. made it. Thank you. Hi. Hey, how's how, it going? Great. How are you? I am doing fine. You still didn't fine. introduce her. We have Lydia Liza with that's us me. tonight. That's yeah. my. That's my name. Singer, writer, <laughs> all around name having ass person. Yeah. Third <laughs> member of the room. You, uh-huh. see, you didn't room sound member. so confident when you said that's <laughs> my name. <laughs> That might be me. It almost sounded like you were about to tell Spencer, you're lying about <laughs> what my name is. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I was going to try to say something funny, but then I was like, this isn't the time yet. It can you know? be. Nice. But I couldn't think of anything, so then I just... <laughs> uh, I, just like, you know, since you're new to this, uh, we pretty much say whatever we want whenever we want. So don't, can, don't can ever I say think... the F word? Yes. You can say the F word. <laughs> Frick! Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh my God. See? You don't have to be the you first one to say it now. That kid said it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, I love him. Um, yeah. What are, we, what are we talking about today? Yeah, so um, today we're talking about karma, actually. And I think uh, we, we've we been a little bit delicate about how oh, yeah, we, we didn't agree on what our actual question was. The question. That's how much prep we do. Um, <laughs> Well, I, I think like I think kind of what we what we sort of settled on was, um, what if karma determines the future, or like what if karma is real? You know, like there's a lot of. Um, well, I think you broke it down best actually. What did you say when we were talking about this on the phone? Oh well, just the, there's the uh, the religious version of karma, and then there's the kind of like pop culture cause and effect. It's good karma. Of, yeah. Right. It's good karma. Yeah, Hippie exactly. appropriation yeah. version of, of karma. For sure. Yeah. I bought that homeless man a meal because it was good karma, and <laughs> it was really good to put it on my Instagram, so really Exactly. Knew. Exactly. <laughs> so, oh I think God, we're gonna- I love that character from Lydia <laughs> so much. <laughs> can, we, can we have you back for another episode where you refuse to speak in anything other than that yeah. character? Like, yeah. you're just that person the whole time? Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. She'll come in, in and out tonight. Perfect. Right. Does she have a Perfect. name just so we know how to talk to her? Felicity Stevens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Thank Amazing. you for the guest appearance from Felicity. Uh, Felicity Stevens. Stevens, sorry. Do you have to say the whole thing? It's like yeah, a trap called Jesus quest. It's one name. Yeah, get it right. Uh, yeah, so just I, I think we'll we'll talk about both, but just sort of to distinguish between the uh, bullshit 2016 version of karma and the like, maybe actually rooted in something version of karma. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. What the? Okay, Lydia. First, does karma mean anything to you? Do you think about it? Do you think about it in a pop culture version? Do you think about it at all in a religious version? Uh, do you have any experience with it? Does it? Um, influence your life in any way. I didn't hear any of it. Let's go one at a time here, Um, bro. It was was supposed to be like it was supposed to be like a parade of open-ended questions to let you say literally anything you want. Just whatever about Um, about karma. I really don't think about it that much. Um, Just my main life motto is to be good to people. I don't care whether or not that brings me good karma or anything. Okay. I just think you should be kind and gentle and good to people. Okay. You know. Yeah. But I I don't really walk around going. What is something I can do today right. that is good for right. myself <laughs> in general and, you know. And your Instagram account. Yeah. And, and my Instagram. Yeah. And my followers. <laughs> what do they want? Well, <laughs> and, and yeah, I think it do does, good. like, it, it has sort of morphed into a weird, like, egotistical spinoff of yeah. the original idea. Well, I think that, it's. Like, I'm going to do good things for others because it's going to have some direct, immediate, or like in the near future benefit for me. I'm going to gain something from this. So, like, not to bash religion across the board with one sentence, but like, <laughs> in a lot of ways, that is a crux of like, like, if heaven didn't exist in 
the Christian religion, would people do the things that would get them to heaven? Like in a lot of ways, there is a dangled carrot in front of almost every religion in some capacity or another that's like, you have to do this so that this will happen. And I think karma, as far as we either understand it in like a pop culture or in like the actual religious sense, is maybe like the most direct version of that. Because I feel like with karma, it's like, no, something might happen today. You might do something today. If you if you if you cut somebody off in traffic today, you might get like hot coffee spilled on you tomorrow. Like that's the, I know that's like more the pop culture version of things. But. Right, and I, I think that's the distinction between like the the Christian version of heaven. You gotta wait until you die. Right, and <laughs> an entire lifetime of good deeds will be rewarded with an eternity. Of. Oh goodness! An, e- an eternity of <laughs> Spencer, like Spencer's belching away the rolling rock coffee and beer right combined is really a great way to start your podcast. Still can't believe you do it. <laughs> it's actually my favorite combination of of <laughs> beverages. Woof! I've done every podcast I think, uh, <laughs> but it, it, there's like I think there's a difference in how you look at it based on the immediacy of the payoff. Like if I can do something good right now to get something good later today or tomorrow, that's a very different mindset than I need to do good things throughout the sum of my life yeah. to be rewarded at the end of that. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely yeah. more It's a totally different mindset. For sure. It's more immediate in the way, like, do you remember, did you guys ever watch How I Met Your Mother? No. No. Okay. Sorry. Never mind. The, no, that, that <laughs> it doesn't matter. That reference just will fly now. Anyway, there's a... <laughs> There, there's an episode where they make a bet, and the winner of the bet gets to slap the other person three times, but it doesn't happen at once. They get to determine when it is. And, like, basically, in that episode, one of the characters psychologically devolves because he's like, when are you going to hit me? Like, he's terrified because he knows his <gasps> homie is going to hit him at some point. Oh, my God. And I feel like karma, in a way, is a little bit like that. Like, at least in the version, again, that you're talking about, which is like, there's an immediacy, but there's also, because there's an immediacy, there's also an element of it that's sort of like an impending fear of if I do something wrong at any given moment, mm. I might be whatever the uh, punished i guess in an, in a pretty immediate sense for doing that wrong thing so most people i think right now and in like popular culture look at it as sort of like a, a short term yeah kind of payoff i guess you could say right. but i think in in other cultures and other religions it's looked at as a much longer term type of thing and like mm-hmm. over the, the span of a lifetime or multiple lifetimes um and i think it also ties into the idea of like even reincarnation and multiple lives and past lives yep. that sometimes you're put with reincarnation put back into a situation to balance out something from a previous life even mm. and so it's something that could carry across multiple lifetimes and multiple generations totally. sort of a, a universal like balancing right I kind of want to read right now just so that we have it. Like, I kind of want to read the dictionary definition of it it. so that we have, like, that to work off of as we go forward, especially because it relates to what you're saying right now. Cool. Um, So, uh, karma refers to the spiritual principle of cause and effect, where intent and actions of an individual, the cause, influence the future of that individual effect. Good intent and good deeds contribute to good karma and future happiness, while bad intent and bad deed contribute to bad karma and future suffering. Karma is closely associated with the idea of rebirth in many schools of Asian religions. And in these schools, karma is the present, excuse me, karma in the present affects one's future in the current life as well as the nature and quality of future lives, also referred to as one's samsara. Wow. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Liddy wants to crawl under something oh after hearing. Heck. <laughs> it's just it's just perfect. Yeah. yeah. Dog source. Dogs. Uh okay. So if we if you don't mind. Yes, sir. I'd like to get us <laughs> off on a, an immediate tangent. Sure. Okay. Fine. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Because I, I think this concept is a lot more interesting if you look at it at, on a, like a, a macro, almost universal level. Yeah. yeah, or at least a for an individual like across uh, 
a multiple lifetimes level, not like a, I bought the person behind me coffee, so I'm going to like get that promotion at work tomorrow kind of bullshit. There are still elements of that that I want to talk about. I mean, just as they relate to like how we think and feel about those things. But yes, I agree that I think this version of it is equally, if not more interesting to talk about the longevity. And Okay. And I, I think where this loses a lot of people, at least in Western American culture is like, we generally don't accept reincarnation mm-hmm. as a, yeah. as a concept. Yeah. Right. It's just not a, I'm going to heaven. Yeah. It's, it's not a I'm part of our hell. lives. <laughs> oh, I am too. I was more just Heck. <laughs> You're going straight there. <laughs> You're going to heck. <laughs> heck. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we kind of, I think, are are naturally naturally inclined to just write that off as like, it's not real, it doesn't exist, <clears throat> but our version of what happens after you die is totally real and totally exists and is to be taken literally. Yes. Um. So I came across this story of like a very well-documented case of reincarnation mm. with lots of actual facts and multiple sources yeah. and yeah of course you did of course you did fun because that's immediately where my mind goes to if we talk about karma i'm gonna find the weirdest oh, yeah. shit possible yeah so this was a study published in the journal of scientific exploration which sounds super lit yeah, it does <laughs> that's, it super that's does. where i want to work yeah, back, back in uh, 1991 so this is a fairly old story okay um and it was written by Dr. Erlander Haraldson. From the I also U- wish that was my name. Yeah, yeah. wow. From the <laughs> wow. University wow. of Iceland. Erl- Erlander. Erlander. Cool. Yep. Is it L? Is it L A N D? It is E R L E N D U R D U R Haraldson oh. with two S's because Iceland. Because Iceland. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wanted it to be A N D R because I was wanted to pronounce it like Erlander, like Highlander, but uh, yeah. I don't Erlander think Bloom. Well, he he may be immortal though, based on the story we're about to tell. Well, he may be a Highlander, judging, <laughs> judging by his name. <laughs> okay, so there are a bunch of uh, Sri Lankan names in this story that I'm probably going to butcher. Just as a heads up, you should just you should just say I'm gonna do sorry my best. and not say the names. No, then, I'm, a, I'm sorry. Said to I'm sorry. That no. feels a little disrespectful. I'm gonna at least attempt yes, to say their do names. Your very best. I was, uh, was of course just joking. Mm-hmm. Carry so yeah. this is the story of a young girl named Delushki Nisanka. Okay, and she was born in Sri Lanka mm-hmm. in the early. Late 80s. Sorry, 1984. Oh, okay. So, like, relatively close to when this was put out. Yes. Okay. Uh, she was born in Sri Lanka in 84 and was the only child. And when she was about two years old, she started talking to her parents about a previous life she had had. Uh, so, I, I mean, most kids start talking around two, right? I, I no, am, no one in this room no has children. I did. Has kids. I did. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, that's, that's like when I did. That's least. about when you would first start talking. So as yeah. soon as she could, as soon as she could talk, she was telling her parents about this previous life she had. Um, sorry, really quickly, what is her? Does she have like a first name, or can we shorten her first name to something we can refer to? Just so her first name is Delukshi, D I L U K S H I. I'd say you're that's Delukshi. That's I don't know Delukshi. All right, we'll go with that Delukshi. Yeah. So she's two years old, and she starts talking to her parents about how she died in her previous life. Oh, in, in pretty, boy. Spe- pretty I'm so specific, <laughs> pretty specific fashion. So she tells them that Ooh. she drowned in a stream. Whoa! Um, when she was, I think, nine. Yo, two-year-olds don't even have like a real understanding of death, right? Oh, mucho! I didn't even think about that. And that's—I mean, do they? You can barely maybe, speak. Maybe when you're, I mean, I don't know. I've always had a firm belief that children know so much, and then it dilutes as you age in society. Let me just get the the yeah, the yeah, get the, yeah then, just right, get it done. Two years old, she starts telling her parents about how she drowned in a stream. She refused to call her parents mother and father, and would on a daily basis ask them to take that her home to her mother. Her parents tried to get her to stop talking about this stuff, but she just wouldn't. Like every day she was saying, you're not my mom. You're not my dad. Why am I here? Take me back to my parents. 
You gotta turn the light out behind you. It's getting spooky. <laughs> no, don't I'm gonna oh, yeah. oh shit. Oh, guys, Ghost stories by pants. candlelight and Himalayan salt lamp. Yeah, candles and Himalayan salt lamp. So I'll turn this one off too. Her, her parents no. were trying to get her to stop talking about this because that would be creepy as hell if your two year old every day is telling you like, "You're not my mom. Take me back to my parents. I'm dead." <laughs> So or at least have been dead once. Yeah. They, oh they contacted a relative um, who lived or who knew someone in the city that this two-year-old girl was saying she was from. Mm-hmm. So they contacted uh, the girl's uncle who got in contact with a, an abbot, a priest in this town that this girl was saying she was from. And asked the abbot to kind of like... Do you know anything about this story that she's telling? Mm-hmm. Do you know anyone in the village who might, because it's a fairly ta- a small town or village, like, can you ask around and see if there's, like, any of this that's verifiable or if, like, anyone died around this time period or any of this stuff? Yeah, yeah. And while the priest is looking into this in the town, the parents make a list of all the things that the girl, that their daughter has told them that could potentially be verified. Oh, and it comes out to be it's a smart way to do it though. Like if you're gonna vet it, yeah. yeah. And it comes out to be a list of uh, 21 things. Please tell me you have that list. I do have that. Ah, list. yeah, you do. Right on the we'll, money. And, and we'll we'll get to that list in a second. Okay. Um, the priest was unable to find any sort of match for a a family or a girl that would would, would align with what. Parents told him. Wait, sorry. Is this the abbot, the same person? Yeah. Okay. So he wasn't able to, like, figure anything out. However, a journalist picked up the story and ran that story um, along with this list that the parents had given them in the Sri Lankan version of Weekend. So, like, sort of like a pop culture magazine. Right. To be like, does anybody connect with this? Right. To have just a wider reach than, like, whoever this priest happens to know in this small town. Okay. Interesting. Again, a smart way to go about this if you're yeah. trying to vet it. A man by the name of Dharmadsa Ranatunga. Mm-hmm. Dharmadsa Ranatunga. Mm-hmm. Doing my best. Uh, reads the story and recognizes the girl as his daughter. Shut up. And he contacts, through the journalist who wrote the story, contacts the parents. Is this making sense so far? Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm just upset. I'm ready, I'm ready for. I'm okay. ready to hear what he, how and why. He so was like, this yeah. this list that was run in the the magazine connected the dots between these two families, and the list included the girl was able to Delukshi was able to name the small town in which she used to live. How she she can't be two this whole time. How old did she at this so, point? Do you have any idea? At the okay, at the time that she made these statements, she's five. Okay, this was in 80, a study would have come out. This was in eighty nine, seven years after she was born. Yeah, yeah. She started talking about this stuff when she was two, as soon as she could talk. By five, her parents are like, "This is weird. Yeah. We need to she figure out what's going for on." Years. Yeah, it's been yeah. three years. This is yeah. all she'll talk about. For three years, she's been adamant that we're not her parents. Oh, that sucks. So by so by yeah, age ugh. by Ooh. age five, they made the, she made this list. So she was able to name the town which she. Claims she used to live in, as well as a specific nickname for the neighborhood that she herself had come up with. <gasps> she called their neighborhood Fruit Garden because there were a bunch of fruit trees that grew around their house. I'm assuming this neighborhood is also in Sri Lanka, yes? Yes. Okay. She said, my brother and I fell into the stream before I came here. Meaning like her I life died. now. Yeah, yeah, I died and now I'm here. Um, a stream with a footbridge over it skirts the paddy field near the house. So she's describing the specific stream and the specific part of the stream that she fell into and drowned. Uh, our house is near Incola's boutique. So she's describing like specific stores that are near her home. We used to go there to, to buy groceries every week. Um, I went to school by van. Father took me to school in the van. My father works at a metal quarry. My father is fair in complexion, as is mother. 
My younger brother, Male, is very dark, so she's naming specific siblings. Go ahead. I forgot to breathe. I, I guess I, I just... Forgetting <laughs> to breathe. <laughs> I don't know. I just... I'm... Like, it's in my nature. I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's, like, in my nature to try and poke holes in this, and it's, like, why, mm-hmm. where is... Like, where are the holes in this? This is fucking it's, weird. Yeah. Well, and so these statements... It's kind of a summary of of the list, or, like, the, the biggest points on the list. Yeah. Uh, they were documented by a dated letter from the parents to the, the abbot who they first tried to contact to ask around the village. Yeah. From the journalist who interviewed the parents mm-hmm. and from another letter from uh, their family member either to the abbot or back to them. I can't remember. Okay. So there were three different places where these statements were documented. Whoa. What? They, Jesus. Just back to the story for one second. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. They, uh, so the the man who read the, the story in the magazine in Weekend got in contact with the parents of uh, Delucci, and they agreed to meet up. The girl, the five-year-old girl, was able to give them directions to the house. Oh. My God. So she was guiding them. Like, a five-year-old can't give you directions anywhere. Mm-hmm. No. Even in their own neighborhood, usually. Yeah. So I she was, still can't do that. <laughs> I can't give anybody directions anywhere. We so she she guided them to the house where this family lived. Um, and, and they lived in villages that were 80 miles away from each other. Oh, that's pretty far. And the yeah, two families, as far as, as far as they could determine, had... No relatives had neither neither family had been to the other town before. No one knew anyone there, had never worked there, anything. There was no connection. And after identifying some objects and people in the house, the fan, the man and his wife who had identified her from the article and Delucci's parents agreed to let them adopt her. Whoa. Because all four adults were convinced that that was their kid. That's insane. So at five years old, she was actually adopted by the people she claimed were her parents. Like before she died? Yeah. Dude. So she was returned to, quote unquote, her family. But as a whole different different thing. A whole different person. As a different person, five years later. Oh, oh my God. And this, this man who wrote the article, Erlander Haraldson... Tried to the Highlander <laughs> out of the statements that she made, he narrowed it down to twenty one that could be uh, verified, basically, because yeah. some of them were things like the way she felt about things, or like things she liked to do, or kind right. of opinion based stuff rather than facts. Right. So he of the twenty one items, he was able to confirm seventeen of them, and the the four that he could not confirm were all names that she called people. Mm. Which, maybe that's coincidence. Maybe it's a little kid has different names for people. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like she called her brother brother instead of a name. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, okay, I have like all the questions right now. All right. That's sort of the skeleton of the story. The so. crux. Yeah. Okay. Does it say how old the child was when she drowned nine nine mm-hmm. okay so it was a nine-year-old girl who died that's crazy is there okay just because i have to is there like any chance that a newspaper story gets written about a girl and a family like reads that newspaper story and then they just like inject all of these things into their daughter to like get famous because they're, or you're traumatized by the fact that you just lost a kid Mm. If they actually did lose a child. Right. Yes. Like, well, actually, then, I was thinking but, about it from both angles. Either the family who actually birthed Delucci is feeding that information to... Oh, I see. Or well, or they just see the list and they go, yeah, because that's, cause that's an interesting part. It's like usually like, you, okay, so you know when somebody loses a wallet... They'll be like, 
hey, somebody lost a wallet, come to the desk at blah, 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 and tell us some shit about the wallet yeah. so that we can whatever. Identify that. It's, yeah. Yeah, right. Confirm that it's yours, yeah. Right. Like okay. printing a list of 21 things is basically being like, did anybody lose a black wallet with a library card, a Gap gift card, two MasterCards, a driver's license, and a coupon to uh, a nail salon in this but then, ca- t- county? And then someone goes, <laughs> I did lose a wallet with all those things. But that doesn't explain that she could her direct side of them right. to the house. So then yeah. are we saying that that part's just not true? Or no, we're not. I'm just thinking out loud. I'm just like envisioning ways in which this there's a hole in this because because my brain has to do that because I'm like this is fucking crazy. Yeah, (laughs) I mean I I, I, I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just crazy. That seems possible to me. But then the fact that the five year old girl would be able to take them to that specific location, describe a bunch of different things about it, and then both sets of parents, like her parents, agreed to give her up. Right. Because they were so convinced. Right. Or they were sick of her being creepy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, this kid can, tells me she's dead every way. night. And honestly, <laughs> she can go. And honestly, like, there is a lot to be said for any any human being at, who at the age of two that is communicating that they have died and they know that they have died yeah. and that they, like, don't feel comfortable where they are. You know what's hilarious is when I was five, I would tell my parents that I, I actually— was from a farm and that my husband had died in a hot air balloon accident. And like I stuck to that story for years, but I don't remember anything about it now except for what my parents have told me. Wait, for real? That for real happened? Yeah, that for real happened. My husband died in a hot air balloon crash in one of my lives, I guess. Did we just inadvertently like bring the, bring the, the one the person that is our is our friend who has <laughs> the only karmic experience any of us actually understand? Yeah. Wait, okay. We're totally going to deviate from, from this story. <laughs> Wait, actually, okay, I have an idea. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk more about Lydia's past life she just <laughs> revealed to us. Um, and then and we'll get back to uh, Delucci and all of the intricacies yeah. around uh, the world of karma when we come back on the What If Podcast. We want to hear from you. Send us a message, email hi, that's H-I, at whatifpodcast.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 612-246-4614. We're back with the What If Podcast, and we have a new, uh, we have a new first, which is, well, we have had four guests. We have never gone from three to four guests. Dude, this is so much more fun if I get to play sound effects and you can't hear them. <laughs> I'm gonna be Brian on. had to give up his headphones to our our secondary guest. Mm-hmm. Our, our new our new uh, segment. You're not guest. secondary. You're our finest guest we've ever had. I'm Thank sorry you. I said that. <laughs> he didn't mean secondary in terms of rank. He meant okay. secondary in terms of newly added for this in segment. In terms of timeline. In terms of timeline, uh, Josiah, hi. Hi. How thanks are you? For, I'm doing well. Thanks, man. Good. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Here, thanks for yeah. hopping on with us today. Yeah. Congrats um, on the the Christmas tune, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, yeah you, guys are, you guys are killing it. Thanks. Um, so, so we're talking about karma. What if karma determines the future? What if karma is real? Mm-hmm. And uh, and we just talked about uh, f- for a good amount of time, Delukshi, mm-hmm. a young girl in Sri Lanka who. Um, may or may not. Uh, it seems like sounds like she probably was. Sounds like yeah. may uh, may have died and came back to a family eighty miles away. Which, okay, before we get to Lydia's story that we obviously need to hear, the one thing I was thinking about while we were on break is that like, what are the what are the chances? Like, I don't think there's anything related to karma that's like, yeah, there also is a chance that like immediately after you die, you're going to get reincarnated like eighty miles away from where you just died, right? Like, doesn't that seem kind of unlikely? Statistically? Actually, he's statistically. right. I retract everything I just no, said. No, I think you're right. Statistically, yeah, because I've heard theories that karma um, has no timelines. You can get, you know, transported to at the same time that you exist right now. Like, you could be me reincarnated. Or, you know, oh, me. that's right. Or, like, I could be, my so next life could just, be in the medieval, you know? Time so, isn't a factor at all. No, so t- statistically, that is nuts, if that's yeah. what Okay. Happened. Yeah, okay, word. 
<laughs> I thought I thought he well I thought what you were about to say was that statistically there's like millions of people dying every day. Oh, so <laughs> in the grand scheme of the world, somebody's probably eventually going to get reincarnated in the same like 60 year time period or 7 year time period in, right. in yeah, this if, case if, in like a in a in a local situation. But I also like your version which is that like if people also have infinite amounts of time and location and also you could be reincarnated as a bug or some other shit being reincarnated as a little girl who died as a little girl in <laughs> 80 the, miles to the right 80 miles to 80 miles to the right yeah. in the exact same timeline maybe that is really really wicked borderline impossible yeah but weird yeah, shit happens every yeah, day great point Lydia what was your story yeah, okay, so, so well Lydia. this is gonna damage my credibility because I, I asked Josiah to remind me because I knew somebody died in a hot air balloon thing but I guess what I what the story was was when I was young, I would talk to my parents and I would say, "Me and my sister Ruby are from a farm, and our dad died in a hot air balloon accident." Right? That's what mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. So we were always trying to get back home to this farm, and Ruby was right along with me, and she time she out, believed it out, too. Time out. For those that don't know, this is not an actual thing in your life. This is a story this that is, you yeah you you have a father who is not dead and yeah. did not die in a hot air balloon accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is a this story is a that story you would tell. This is a story I would tell for years. Okay. And what, what age are we talking? Yeah, what age I was like three, four. It was like right and after Ruby was born. She's younger, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah, so. Tell us stories about when you were in the Northern. Oh, yeah, those are freaky. Those are the ones that are, that are like mind-blowing. Go yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so when I was a little kid, I'm, what's the one specifically? Was it the white cat? Oh my God, this one fucks me up. So Let's hear it. there was a woman. All right. So I grew <laughs> Do we up. Have to turn, we got to turn the lamp back off. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, if but it freaks is... Lydia out, we got to turn the lamp back <laughs> off. Because they're, they're freaking me out more. Yeah. Jesus let's go. Okay, so I grew up in Lower Town, St. Paul, in a building called the Northern. Um, it's an artist loft. And so when I was a little girl, probably two or three, I once went up to this woman who was my neighbor on a different floor, and I said to her, where's your white dog? And she was like, what? What? And I I kept saying, where's your white dog? You used to have this white dog. Where did it go? And then she pulled my mom aside and was like, my white dog died 10 years ago. And I was way too young to know that, and they hadn't even lived there. And I, I was... I wasn't born. How old were you at the time? Like three, two or three, three or four, like around that age, right when I started telling my parents that my dad had died in a hot air balloon accident. (laughs) On the farm. Yeah, but there were like other things that I would do. Like one time my mom brought me to eat at McDonald's and there was a woman there that I was like, this woman needs to come sit with us and she needs to like sit by me. And then I told her at, at like four years old, our skin is different colors, but our hearts are the same color. And I would do shit like that everywhere I went. I like, I get, I creeped my grandma out really bad. Even in like my grandma kept a journal while I was aging and she writes about those things in the, in the thing, in the journal, like when they happened at the time. So yeah, I don't know. Do you, okay. Do you or your parents, okay. So like, let's go back to the white dog, white cat, white cat, white dog, white dog, white dog story. Yeah. Do your parents, like, attribute that to anything at all? Like, was there ever, like, a, oh, well. No, my mom said it was totally. Or maybe, like, your yeah. did your grandma have, like, a white dog? No. And you, no I had never nothing. seen a white dog. We had a golden retriever. That was, the, like, the only experience with dogs I had had up until then. My mom said it was, like, really fucking weird. Like. This it, shit ain't regular, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> said thank you (laughs) very polite (laughs) so the question then is have you been reincarnated as that lady's dog (laughs) I sure am or are you a ghost (gasps) are you currently a ghost dog yeah that's I've always wanted to know what I was and who I am are you scared of yourself now yeah I always have been. I'm or, clammy. I'm nervous around myself. Or is it pretty cool to be a ghost dog and like maybe way cooler <laughs> yeah, than it is to know. be a human? But I also, you know, fuck. I, I, like I was saying earlier, I have that belief that like all, like as children, we just know more and we're more connected. And I think we all like have this just like deep, I don't know, bond to each other. Get and it, I feel like we lose it. Get like, it beaten out of you as you get older and yeah. spend more time in society. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So from uh, tying it back to karma for a minute, for sure. What what would be the what would be the purpose of reincarnation from a, a karmic standpoint? I to mean, do better, punishment or reward for okay. the the good or bad karma you did, you know, in, yeah. in your previous life. Yeah, so like I'm gonna come back as a dung beetle next time because because I'm a I'm a, shit, a shit person. person. Yeah, I'm a garbage <laughs> person. <laughs> <laughs> but if I was okay. really good, I'd be like a like a feathery white eagle. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. That's beautiful. Okay, and so does that is that like a an infinite process? Does that stop at any point? Do you do you reach the pinnacle when you become the the magic golden eagle? In Buddhist tradition, that's nirvana. Okay. Yeah. So essentially you are comically reincarnated over and over and over again until you reach nirvana, you get it which all is right. like the escape of the layers. You think it's like a gradient system? Like you can't go back. Like you have a you're like a human and do really well, but then you come back as a dog and you're like a really shit dog. <laughs> But it, like your karma doesn't you just bite go back everybody. It's <laughs> like really mean and lazy. You pee on stuff just because you want to fucking. Oh, I, I I don't know. I mean, I think I don't think it. Are you are you asking like, do you think it's like perpetually moving yeah, like, upward? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I mean, okay. So when we bring animals into this, like you can't. What? Uh, how do I explain this? Some animals eat their fucking offspring, and they're not worried about. Yeah, it seems like they're not too worried about how that's gonna affect their next life. It does seem like well, a, a, you know, like <laughs> it does seem oh, like I a, fucking hate my son. I'm just gonna <laughs> eat him, bro. Dorothy. I, I hate our son. I'm eating him. I don't care if I'm, I'm a python in my next life. Yeah, yeah <laughs> this exactly. guy's got to go right now. Yeah. I like that you clarified. I'm eating him tonight because <laughs> yeah. because otherwise he wouldn't be able to have spoke through the consumption <laughs> of his own child. Dorothy, I'm eating him right now. <laughs> this very moment, Dorothy. I'm, I'm chewing Dorothy. <laughs> no shit. I mean, but it it does seem like a uniquely human idea. Is, yeah, totally. Right? Or or maybe like we don't we don't know what animals know. Obviously, yeah. yeah. And so maybe there's more to it than we understand, and we're just looking at it from our one yeah. little perspective. But I think I, it's interesting. I don't feel like animals have to go through that whole movement of finding your enlightenment and finding like you know that. I feel like they're just there already. I well, yeah, feel like- that's that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, is that because you and a lot of people, and myself included, believe just like in just like the already like sanctity of animals. Yeah, and they're just like they can't do no wrong. Any wrong is because of like the nature around them. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think it it brings up the question of like where does your ego fit into all of it too? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we don't. I mean, I think maybe that's a distinction. We don't usually think of animals as having an ego. Yeah, they don't want to. They don't want to. Do something just to post on Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> right? And and humans, I think I mean, we inherently all do have egos to varying degrees. But I think if karma really is to be taken literally as like a cause and effect, and whatever you put out comes back to you at some point, does that sort of break down the concept of the ego? I feel like there, the, your, your sense of yourself would change at some point. Uh huh. Because you you can't blame anyone else for anything that happens to you, oh. right? Every everything is, and that's where I feel like the idea of karma is kind of a uniquely. It doesn't really function without the concept experience. of an ego. Yeah, yeah. Because whatever I'm putting out comes back to me. That feels really centered around me and my concept of self. And like when you talk about animals, we don't usually ascribe that to animals. Yeah, animals just kind of exist. Yeah. Right. And, and from a human perspective, they're just there, they're living, they're going through, they're surviving. Right. They're not worried about what someone else thinks of them or what's going to happen to them down the road or in their next life or in their previous life. We don't look down on a hawk as like an evil person for consuming a mouse. Yeah. No. Right. But I mean, so like in the Buddhist tradition, it's like to to deny the self. Right. So how does that fit in? Would that make it like a collective karma, like a whole I guess that's kind of what I'm asking. Yeah. yeah. At some point, does that sense of individuality break down? Mm. Well, the, the thing... If, you, if you're never really doing anything to another person, and no one's ever really doing anything to you, are we all, like, part of one mm-hmm. system at some and that's point? That's why we got Trump, because... <laughs> 
You fucked up like 40 years ago. Well, <laughs> and, and, and I mean, I think that's a valid our, question our too. Does, does karma the idea of shitter, right? <laughs> yeah. right? Does the idea yeah. of karma extend to the planet as a whole or yeah. to human beings as a whole or to communities or like how far does that reach? Is it just me? Is it yeah. the pe- all the people I interact with? The, you know, you get the whole idea of like going back to reincarnation, like soulmates and soul groups, people that you've lived multiple lifetimes with. Yeah. We need to. We need to do that episode about like what if the planet is a living creature in in it's just gonna shake us through off. the lens of exactly right. what yeah right <laughs> through the lens well, of exactly what you're saying right now though like is is there a is there a broader is there a broader cultural repercussion for broader cultural actions dude and, I and, bet there is and if you look at I like really do. if you go macro enough and look at the planet as a whole and kind of the idea of karma as like balancing right mm-hmm. the, the cause and effect. Are like the penguins just have to, having to bust their balls and all be fucking saints because human beings are <laughs> fucking everything up, mm. you know? So wow, like, wow, yeah. Well, does, I mean, does the is the planet ex- the itself have some sort of way of balancing out? If you think about it in terms of how history has always repeated itself, and like everything, including like ice ages and and warmer ages and droughts, always come in cycles. Mm-hmm. Like that, that would fit into that if just like because we fucked up the penguins, and now they're doing a real good job. Like, no, they don't sneak out at night or anything. And so, like, it's just going to cycle back around to a healthier ecosystem or whatever, you know? Right. Yeah. Is, like is the planet actually doing itself a favor, balancing it out by being like, oh, humans are doing all these horrible things to the planet? Let's see if we can just uh, maybe get rid of those guys. Get rid of a bunch of them. No, seriously. There's, there was, like, a whole thing. There was a piece George Carlin did about that whole thing. Like, about... um just the earth taking care of itself right and just being like wow humans are fucking insufferable (laughs) i'm just gonna freeze them all because they totally suck you know i have had the thought before that like global warming is the earth's way of like you know how you know like when a human being has a fever that's like literally (laughs) your body is creating an internal temperature that is too warm for that disease to exist inside of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like legitimately had that thought the other day. I was like, is this, is this what's like fever earth? That's like my new album name. Fever earth, (laughs) earth fever. Yeah. Earth fever, earth fever, fever, earth. earth See, I don't know. I'm talking (laughs) over buttons because I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Thumbs back. Oh Um, man. But but I but I had that thought. I was like, I wonder if I wonder if Earth ha- is developing a fever to be like, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna need this cancer to go but away. Yeah, no. But wait, wait a second. Yeah. So like that would because the ozone layer is depleting because of like five dudes, right? Like it's five assholes who are more interested in money than than doing business. But it's right. also me so who their karma, doesn't shut off my lights at night because I mean, I'm afraid yeah. of the dark. But we do like, things locally. But like the major, like the main points. Like yeah. the main reasons why everything yeah. is fucked up is because of like five dudes. So is their karma more like weighted than ours? Like is there? Oh, they're, that's they're an gonna be question. Like, they're gonna be a the dung beetle of Groundhog Day in the next life. <laughs> they're just gonna they get like the next seventy lives as a dung beetle. Well, so if we're if we're talking about like cultural karma or like even like societal oh, or, societal, yeah. yeah. Um, do you think that? we carry some karma with us that is just in our bloodline, you know, like in mm-hmm. our, in our families. Like do you in, think, a, in a more literal way. Yeah. Like maybe, well, I mean, it could be like that. Like you, you are a product of many decisions, you know, but, mm-hmm. um, just like, am I kind of more karmically fucked if like, that's very, someone Catholic. murdered someone in my family. Line? I mean, you, you know what you I can, mean? You can think about that yeah. in a pretty like, tangible way too of like true. you if you carry the same name as somebody who did a bunch of horrible things like yeah your life is definitely going to be harder that's uh-huh. true for sure and true. vice versa if you carry the name of somebody who was a great person or even just had a bunch of wealth or something like that like your life is going to be easier yeah yeah if you're you're not you're not getting hired at super america if your last name is manson like yeah like be tim like, dahmer nah, i'm good right <laughs> Tim yeah. Dahmer's not doing too well. Yeah, right. for sure. Or that, uh... I'm the, sorry, Tim. You know, yeah, the, sorry, Tim the, Dahmer. Uh, <laughs> the dude who tried to catch the foul ball at the Cubs game like 10 years ago, help me out. I know what you're talking... I don't remember Tim. his that name. That was Tim Dahmer. Bartman? That was Tim Dahmer. <laughs> Bar- Bartman or something? I can't remember his name. Paul, I know Paul what you're Blart. talking about. <laughs> Whatever the <laughs> his name was. Mall cop. This story sucks. Never mind. Carry on. <laughs> one thing... One thing that I'm... 
you're talking about ego, and I know we're talking about like cultural and societal, but I guess one thing that always has kind of stumped me about this is like, and I guess this kind of goes back to to the whole animals maybe knowing or not knowing, yeah. or you know, you could talk about like um, I don't mean to make this comparison, but just like I'm thinking about like adults with disabilities who might not have like the cognitive ability to mm-hmm. maybe understand something that we're talking about right now. And and partially what I think about sometimes is like how do you you know, like how do you apply a concept not only that like everyone doesn't understand equitably, mm-hmm. but also in a way that like I've no knowledge or control over the previous versions of like, okay. So in the in the story we were talking about earlier, Delukshi had interestingly enough I mean, it's interesting because she's, like, one of the only people in history that were, like, holy shit, she might, like, have some insight into her previous life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess outside of her and fucking well, Lydia, whose grandpa died, or whose father died in a there, hot air balloon accident, apparently at some point. There are tons of anecdotal stories like that. Sure. I think what was unique about that one is it's actually really well documented. Right. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Guess, yeah. I guess more what I'm saying, though, is, like, it's, for the most part, we do find it pretty rare that people have any insight into any sure. semblance of a previous life. And if you mm-hmm. do have semblance into one, I would imagine that the documented cases are one, pretty rare, maybe yeah. two in their rarity, but you're not going back to like, oh yeah, I remember seven lifelines ago when I was a blah, blah, blah. Or so it's like, some obviously you- made up bullshit where somebody's like, yeah, I was Cleopatra and yeah. King Tut yeah. and Jesus. Yeah. My favorite yeah. one was that guy, he was in the Scientology and he like killed someone or something, but he was told <laughs> that he was Jesus's true father because oh, cool. he saw Mary washing in the lake and then masturbated and then... That's in, how was, into the lake. Into the lake. That's kind of gross. He was high, yeah, and so he he like believed that, and he was like, "No, I was wow. Jesus' dad for sure." Like I was, I'm, I'm Jesus' dad for sure. Yes. <laughs> no I got, doubt. I also that's got defense. I also sure. got 300 fish pregnant. <laughs> got a bunch of, a bunch of fish kids. I'm Jesus' dad, and a whole school of fish is dead. <laughs> oh God! But like, but I, I guess like the I guess the question I'm I'm sort of aiming at is like how how do you apply a concept universally to a universal group of people that a don't understand it universally and b don't have any way to like account for or like cater to previous versions of self, you know, like, well, I don't know. Was I a serial killer in a previous life? Maybe. I don't know. I think that's why in our culture, at least like people don't really pay much attention to that same thing as religion. Like the whole, like how do you spread a religion that you can't prove and not everyone's going to understand? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's called faith, Josiah, Jesus Christ. Well, you just answered Ryan's question, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) That's real. Was that a scarlet, What's her nuts? Oh, Shit, what was your Felicity character? Felicity Stevens. <laughs> Scarlet. Wow. God damn wow. it. You did Scarlet, that. Scarlet, what's her nuts? You did I that really poorly, bro. <laughs> no, you, know, you got a new character now called Scarlet, what's her nuts? Yeah, there you go. That's, that's Felicity's gotta, friend. She does have to have a different <laughs> voice, though. Hi. That's pretty good. I'm Scarlet. I don't want to say my last name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Her karma sucked in a previous <laughs> life to earn the last name What's Her Nuts. Uh, how do you spell that? Look, let's just let's move past it. Right. I don't I'd rather oh, not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why are you doing <laughs> I don't right? Yeah, that was a good one, huh? Oh my god. God, you know, you'd think you'd think with all of the goddamn equipment in this room that you we're could looking buy at a right pair now, of fucking headphones. We could yeah. have a fourth pair of headphones. You could start pulling your own weight around I'm here and bring some that. headphones. I'm bringing it. It's gonna be here next time we record. I didn't know we were gonna have a magical fourth extra well, guest. You know, sometimes yeah, it, it'd be like that. Crash my car for stealing his headphones. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. <laughs> Did you guys talk about how uh, uh, birthmarks are how you died in your last life? Um, that is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know why? (laughs) Yes. Turn your microphone down a little bit. Scream into it. That'd be really funny to tell everybody on the planet. I'll tell you guys after the mics are off. Well, that's no fun. Oh no! Now you have to. No, but it's she pretty, would have died in a really funny way. I would have died. Okay, Go I on. literally have my b- birthmark is huge, and it's in my butt crack. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's just right there. It's just, wow. It looks just looks like poop, man. Nice. <laughs> have you tried washing your butt? Yeah. Oh, okay. It just looks like I don't. I don't know how to. I've never wiped. Yeah, shot in the butt. <laughs> 
It's the, my favorite thing the about me. <laughs> yeah. And you and you bled out like walking yeah. across a desert or something. Yeah, exactly. I like Maybe how quickly like you got impaled <laughs> in a really exciting way. That's true. <laughs> Maybe falling off a castle. Yeah, it's just like someone's barbecue dinner. Damn. Hey, oh, yeah. Hey. I, I was Wait, is like there also one on the bob? top of your head? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good. One. Well, that's have you ever true. shaved your head? I haven't shaved my head. Then well, we know we're doing that. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna be back after we've shaved Lydia's head. We'll know whether or not she got roasted. Roast. Oh, man. Um, I, I, do you, okay, wait. Do you guys actually think that's a real thing? No. The birthmark thing? Yes. No. People, some people don't have birthmarks. And what right. if it's their first time? Like hey. Their first try. Their first time around here. Sometimes I think it's my little sister's first time here. Yeah, me so and Lydia talked about this, but there's this one, <laughs> there's this one theory. I don't know if it's a real theory, but one of the guys said that when people are like really shitty, like, unapologetically shitty mm-hmm. you, there's like one fits their first time and they don't know yet you know they haven't come back as a butterfly yet they don't know how shitty it is to be so a butterfly so you start out as a human though I guess so in these cases yeah I mean I feel like it really sucks to start out your first time with complete fucking consciousness that would suck right that seems like if if that were the system of like sort of working your way up towards enlightenment or nirvana or whatever mm-hmm. Uh, you, well, I don't know. Maybe we're the worst. Maybe you, maybe you start as a human and work your way back to being a goat. Yeah, goats oh are really God. nice. Yeah, goats. Well, they're kind of assholes, actually. <laughs> that was yeah, but they're just having fun they just, like, all the time. They're just always They'll eat all fun. your stuff and ram their heads into shit. And they're kind of dicks. <laughs> jump on each other. I, I think they're having the most fun. I think we could learn from them. Goats. Right. Yeah. yeah, just jump on your friends. Heads? Just jump on your friends' like, heads. Ooh, maybe just elephants are going extinct way. because they're the last stage <laughs> and everyone sucks now. So no one's coming back as Whoa. an elephant. Oh, yeah. I like how quick, for just for the record, I like how quickly you went from, you guys, I'll tell you when the mics are off. All right, I got a butt crack thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like but six seconds between. <laughs> The, well, the denial and I mean, easily persuaded. I realize, I realize how annoying it is when someone's like, no, I'll just tell you later. No, I swear I'll tell you later. And then they're like, no, I'm serious. I'll tell you later. And then you're like, fuck you. I don't even want to know don't anymore. Wanna Stop talking to me, Scarlet. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's Felicity, dude. Shit. Come on. Sorry. Get Lydia's characters correct. <laughs> All white people look the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right. Um, I have one more question for you guys. Yeah, let's and do it. And I feel like maybe we should wrap up our conversation. Let's do it. Actually, should we take, should we take, let's take one quick break and we'll come back on our final question. Um, okay. We'll take a breather and refill our brains. And, and, uh, and stop thinking and, about my butt crap. And defill our <laughs> bladders. And that. And and also what Lydia said. And, and, we'll be, and we'll be back in a second with the What If Podcast. We're talking about karma today on the What If Podcast. Holy friggin' shit, buddy! I got that one. I heard it. <laughs> nice. That one's really loud. It's Sorry nice and about loud. That. So I can hear it out of your guys' <laughs> headphones. Um, and uh, and uh, and yeah, we've we've covered a bunch, including Lydia's karmic past, some karmic I stories guess. from Spencer, or potentially karmic past. I guess we didn't dive too far into it. No, um, that's okay. <laughs> I'm fine. You, you don't want to reveal any uh, I'll be past fine. lives you're not entirely aware of right now? Um, no, you don't have past lives. You're a ghost dog, remember? Yeah. But we have one more question we want to ask before we, uh, before we tie things off today. If karma is real in the like cause and effect, get what you give, reap what you sow way. Yes. Would you have to forgive everyone for everything? So forgiveness is good karma? Well, that and or what do you think? <laughs> well, who anything sets the anything bad that anyone has ever done to you is really an effect of something you've done. I think in terms of karma, you wouldn't have to forgive them because they're going to get it anyway. You know, karma's going to come back around to them. Isn't that your karma coming back around to you? Anything negative that happens to you? Mm. Oh, I'm yeah. dying. <laughs> and in that, okay, wait, but in that setup though then no one is responsible for their own actions. Or because everyone is entirely responsible for their own actions. I don't know if you, if there's really a distinction at that point, but if I, if I go out and get robbed on my way to work tomorrow, 
it's because of something that I did in the past or I'm going to do in the future. But what about if I go out and rob you tomorrow on your way to work? What does that say about me? He's playing a nice fun joke on you. <laughs> so karma's not Not actually. I'm not saying like if Ryan were to right. rob Spencer tomorrow. <laughs> Dude, I know you. I know who you are. <laughs> you, you can just have you can 20 bucks, bro. I can see bro. your eyes, man. Do you need some money? <laughs> bro. You know where all my stuff is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess it, it could be... Well, and I guess that gets into the question of on what level is this operating? Is it on an individual level? Is it my personal karma? Is it us as a culture? Is it human beings as a species? Is right. it the planet as a whole? What what level are things really balancing out on? Did you guys talk about yet, yeah, like what sets the standards for morality in terms of karma? No, like because that I think would be pretty important. Us. I think no, I, I think you're right, and we didn't entirely. Uh, the only thing we kind of covered was like a base level definition in which it's like good deeds and good intent, good intent versus. Bad deeds and malintent. So if it's intent based, then it would have to be personal. I would I would agree with that as well because you're you're talking about what what is your individual intention as a person in the behavior that you're that you're taking yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'll, but I'll, and that goes back to your point of like, are why would why would people be paying for the misdeeds of others? Mm-hmm. When their intent might be, you know, the penguin's intent is I'm going to, I'm never going to break mom and dad's curfew rules. And I'm <laughs> never going to go out super late. Their intent is good. So why would they receive global punishment that, for their. That intent is so intent. subjective too, though, because the, the seal that eats the penguin doesn't think he's doing anything wrong. Yeah. So we don't, wrong. we don't at, well, some people do, but we don't like. You know, I I had a cheeseburger four days ago, and I didn't like. I didn't think I was a bad person. For that's why I'm gonna get robbed tomorrow, dude. That's. that's <laughs> right. I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, is it then specific to to humans? Is is karma a human centric concept? I think I think it's human centric from the from the way that we I guess project it and understand it and receive it. But I think like the textbook definition does not relegate itself entirely to yeah. humans. You know what I think? I think if it does extend to animals, I think because there has to be a set morality, like there has to be a system of morality in order for karma mm-hmm. to work. But that system or that set of morality could differ by species, you know? So like a uh, lion's allowed to eat his kids because he hates that kid. Yeah. Because <laughs> that kid's a dick. Yeah. I mean, a, he's oh, eating, he's a, he was the worst. He was a he garbage told Dorothy boy. He's eating him tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's okay according to like the lion system of morality. Yeah. You know? So which which would make it even more individual. Well, okay. Here's, here's, now I have a question about this fucking question. Yes, go. So. He said garbage boy. <laughs> it's garbage shitty, boy. You shitty it's little garbage, garbage boy. boy. Um, Listen here, you little shit. <laughs> What if our cultural and societal norms were that it was like okay to murder people and stuff? I th- yeah, I think and that's you, a- and maybe it was a good like it was it was justified. It was a good act to kill somebody, and and that was the totally purge. like mm-hmm. that was part of our just karma would be societal then. What really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think yeah, I think you bring up a good question with like if there's a if there has to be a set of morals that varies by culture even yeah. amongst human beings and circumstance you know in some yeah. circumances we look at killing as okay and in others it's yeah, totally like unjustified i mean the, yeah or, totally I mean, that's in, a good yeah. point in in war or yeah. i mean mm-hmm. in, or in, in you, self-defense. you could even you, self defense you could also you could boil it down to like religions like in some religions doing x for the sake of y is considered like a holy and religious deed, whereas yeah. in other cultures, if you don't believe in that religion, you're like, why? You know, why are you? Why would that you sacrifice or- Steve? He seemed totally fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Steve seemed like an okay enough guy. I really do wonder how sacrifices were picked. Yeah, maybe that yeah. was a karma thing. Purity. Like right? a, it was purity. A, what? In almost every system, it was purity. Was it? Yeah, it was. If it was like a like a human sacrifice, it would always be a virgin because they were sexually pure. And like the Jewish tradition, it was the purest, whitest sheep with like no sickness or disability. It's always been purity, like mm, mm. almost the every best. System. Okay, yeah. Then, if it's purity, does that mean purity is karmically sound? Is that is that like 
has that been an like understood thing? That's an interesting idea that like, I mean, I guess sacrifice would be a very specific, not like we don't sacrifice humans anymore. Yeah. Well, not, at least I'm, that I'm aware of. I don't know. Sacrifice humans anymore, I personally don't. I, yeah. don't. I don't either. <laughs> I'm not aware of anybody that's like doing that on the regular. But it's, but that's an interesting question that like you could, so say you are the purest of your species, uh, yeah. species, um, but Cleanest you're the one who's like, "Hey, <laughs> thanks for being so kind and just and pure. Come on, uh, come on up this stairwell and let's take that heart out." Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right? Like karmically, that doesn't seem like that would really jive, no. does it? It's really. Yeah, Brian worked long and hard just to have his little goat head chopped off on yeah. the top of that altar. Oh, he, he didn't jump on any of his friends' heads. Yeah, no. He wasn't a trash goat. He, he ate like, no, no penguins in his previous life. He was life. not yeah. a garbage boy. He was not no, a shitty little garbage, garbage boy. boy. <laughs> For some reason, seal. we still carried well, him up the stairwell and took his head off. Unless it was societally moral to kill the purest person, you know? I'm, right. I'm beginning to think karma's not real, guys. I know, I think I'm... Losing my mind, actually. I don't think, a it, I don't think it makes any sense. I think so. I think the thing for me that I, that I always struggled with is like, you know, I think there are certain situations in which you're like, whoa, it's really crazy that that person who did something like, like, uh, was it the Martin Shkreli guy, the pharma yeah. bro, whatever, like, bought that company. Like, made a shitload of money, jacked the price up for whatever it was, some drug, made, oh, like, yeah. a grip of money, and then, like, literally a year bought and a half Wu-Tang later, album. bought the Wu-Tang yep. album. Yep. Tried to buy to the, the Nets. And then, like, a year and a half later, he got, like, a bun- into a bunch of legal shit and, like, whatever. Got herpes. <laughs> did he? Yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. Wait, did he, wait, did he really? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> he said probably. From the Wu-Tang album. It was a trap. No, but, um, but like there are plenty of examples of guys like that who you're like, oh, wow, karma really kicked that dude nuts, right? He yeah. did a really mm-hmm. shitty thing to a bunch of people. And then like within a very short light, like short period of time, like within this dude's own lifespan, something very bad happened to him. And we all go like, karma, right? You were an ass and something bad happened to you. Yeah. The problem that I have is I feel like there's just as many instances in the world of really, really terrible people who just dance their way into, like, everything being awesome and perfect. And, like, well, granted, I know, uh, like we talked about, like, reincarnation and generational things, but there are a lot of people that can be shitty their whole lives and never see penalty for it. There's and, a- and And I don't know what my past lives were, so I don't feel like I'm being punished for anything I've done in the past. So it's like... There's also usually a pretty reasonable explanation for why bad things happen to people who have done a bunch of bad things to other people. That's true. Like, that's not hard to imagine that if you are an asshole for your entire life, that people are going to be an asshole back to you. Yeah, that's true. That's That's just how we interact with each other. That's real. Yeah. And if you're you're nice to people, people are going to be nice to you and want to help you out. Do you feel like, do you, do you feel like there's a possibility that karma is like our, like in the way that, you know, we try to understand the heavens and God and stars and shit through like very human Fave. devices. <laughs> Fee. <laughs> Fee. Um, do you think there's a possibility that like karma is the, is like a version of that in some ways? Version of, of what exactly? It, like our way of thinking through or understanding the fact that like, if you treat people shittily, they're going to treat you shitty. And so, like, karma is a device that is under its construct is, it's like... It's, like, a reason so to... Like, just yeah. a nice little way of Different teaching that. It's a nice way of teaching people thing, not to be yeah. dicks to each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like, yeah. morality. come or... back around. I think that's the most reasonable explanation. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, that's it, that's sort of the, the idea behind heaven and, like, what most religions yeah. generally try and teach is, like, don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's not enough of a reason for most people, so you have to give them this incentive of, like... Oh, you're gonna live eternally in this perfect place, or yeah, like, and also like, oh, you're, their you're existence. gonna win the lottery because you didn't cut that guy off on the freeway, <laughs> or, or like, be a platypus, right? <laughs> right, pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Keep, or keep acting like a dick, Brian, and you're gonna be a platypus. <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah. which, because people are stupid, and you have to explain it, things to them like children. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good explanation, honestly. Word. Yeah. yeah word. Honestly, I feel like that one is that one is much less scary because, like, even though being a platypus would be like, oh man, I'm the 
I'm the bastard child of like the animal kingdom. Like, <laughs> even, even that would be inbreeding for. I'm centuries. like half a duck and a half of a kangaroo, <laughs> but I live in the water. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I got a I'm bill a and beaver. a pouch. But right. Like, I but make dams, but I'm not good at it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes well, me. Aren't they still going extinct? I hope so. Only the good die you're too uh, deckered. <laughs> but I feel like 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 being a platypus is like that's that's not that bad in term in the terms of like other other religions where it's like I'd way rather be a platypus than be damned to like eternal fire. You know, I like, just oh my god! I just read about this. There's a uh, like a uh, marsupial rodent that literally lives in hell. No, it literally it once on it finds forever. a mate. <laughs> I, it's on fire forever. No, it. Uh, well, basically, because it fucks itself to death. Yikes. It, it has sex <laughs> until its body falls apart with and itself. They, no, it, once they find a partner, they... Um, She's cattywampus, boys. <laughs> I'm not joking. It will have sex for more than 14 hours, and it will do it until it causes internal bleeding. It's shit's falling off. I think off. I did watch that with can, you. Uh, wow. Can I propose something? <laughs> sure. Can, can we end this episode? <laughs> we started out we're talking. We're just getting excited. We got, we got, we're an hour and a half in and we're talking about the viability of Ryan being a marsupial that fucks himself to death. <laughs> I feel like I maybe I was gone. included in that at all, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> I that was not what I was envisioning. Maybe uh, that was just no. me. <laughs> well, come on. You were man. talking about how it's not that bad to be a yeah, platypus. You, right. And then I was like, what if you get turned into this <clears throat> guy who fucks himself till he disintegrates? See? I mean, fucks somebody. I don't know. Fucks yeah, you keep a, saying fucks himself. <laughs> <laughs> you he's, blew it! <laughs> he's fucking somebody. I mean, shit. Oh, well, God. It's been real, guys. <laughs> um, Till next time. No, well, we, will there be? Can we? Can we actually? I know I was joking about bringing your character back for another episode, but will you come back and talk to us about another question? Yeah, can I do it next time? The next question? Yeah, can I bring, just come bring back us a question. Literally and next week. You guys should come up with one, and Ryan and I will just uh, not be prepared and bullshit on it. Yeah, and we'll just ask you guys wonderful. questions. Yeah, this is perfect. Do you want to? Do you for real want to? I would love to. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Josiah, thank let's you. Let's do it. Yeah, thank you, man. Lydia, thank you. Thank you. Do you guys have anything you want to plug before we leave? Any any. Where you want to send people a website, a music? Uh, I just uh, wrote a book. It's called uh, "The Wonders of Bunt Cakes." Right? Wow! Yeah, it should um, be available. Where can people go to get that? Um, at Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Cool. It's on audiobook. You know, go 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 get it. Awesome. Yeah, and I Lydia? I also wrote a book called "The Many Ways to Display Chicken in Your Home." <laughs> nice. Good. It's massively written. Is it a coloring book? No, it's oh. uh, different places you can place a fully dead chicken in your house. <laughs> with, a forward, with a forward by J.K. Rowling. <laughs> All right. That's magical. I love both of you guys. I love you guys. Let's do this again guys. as soon as possible. This has been the What If Podcast. Uh, love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the What If Podcast. For show notes, transcripts, and links from today's episodes, visit whatifpodcast.com.